Happy Tuesday! How are you doing? Super excited to be here. I'm showing up messy bun and little makeup. It is what it is. It also brings up an important point because I was looking at myself before I started and I was like, damn, am I really going to go live like that? Then I was like, damn, Monica, why are you being so rough on yourself? So this is my question. When you look in the mirror, do you gravitate toward the things that you love about yourself or do you look at your faults? That's a deep question. Do you gravitate toward the flaws or do you look at the beauty in you? Do you look at the beautiful aspects of your face, of your body that are amazing? Most of us do not. Most of us look at that fucking wrinkle that annoys us or that spot on our face or the sideways, whatever, and we're hard on ourselves. And so I'm here to remind you today to love yourself more, to love yourself more deeply and to try to make a habit of when you look in the mirror when you look at pictures, when you look at videos of yourself, to really set an intention and look for the positive. Look for the beauty in you. When you listen to yourself speak, look for the beauty in your message, not the crutch words like the ums and us. Look for what you've done right and beautiful. And when you do that, you enhance those qualities and you draw people in who are going to see those qualities in you. And so I'm speaking just as much to myself as I am to you because I was really struggling with that this morning. So our topic today is we're talking about treasuring our losses just as much as our wins. And this applies not only in the sports world, but in life in general, right? And um, treasuring the triggers, right? As much as we treasure the blessings, because it's all growth. We came here to grow. I believe that we chose our family, that we chose our circumstances, that we chose our lessons, that we chose our path. There is no one imposing anything on you except for you. And I can say from personal experience that when you decide to claim that as your truth, you really step into your power and you realize what an amazing, powerful creator you are. And when you claim your power, when you know your worth, you can shift absolutely anything in your life, anything. When we treasure the people that seem to be major pains in the ass, when we tre treasure the circumstances that seem to really stretch us, when we treasure the loss that really breaks our heart and crushes us just a little bit, there's all growth in that. 
There's all growth in that. And either we can waller in the pain and the suffering and the victimhood, or we can decide to look at the person, circumstance, game, and say, what did that teach me? What is being shown to me? And so I was reflecting on this because I want to tell you a story. Yesterday, I was on my way home from hockey practice with the kids. I had Nadia, who's 10, in the car with me, and James, who's um, 7. And we were driving home, and we almost got hit head-on by a car. So there was a vehicle in front, a car in front of us, and I, I always keep enough distance between myself and the other car. So we had a good, you know, 20, 30 feet before that car in front of us. But I looked up and it was starting to get dark. And I saw headlights coming toward us and swerving into the other lane. So it was about to run head first, head on into the car in front of us. And it all happened so quickly. I mean, I didn't, Nadia was in the front seat and we both, we didn't say anything. We didn't scream. It was just kind of like, oh, fuck, what do I do? So, you know, I feel my hands tighten around the wheel. I slam on my brakes and try to swerve to the right thinking, you know, what the fuck is going to happen on impact? Like in which direction is everything going to fly? Like I was thinking, my mind was moving so quickly. like in that second, like strategizing, seeing that car, um, just, I mean, coming head on to this other car. And immediately I'm like in strategy mode, like, okay, okay. The, so the movement's coming from this direction and the laws of physics tell me such and such is going to go in the other direction. I didn't fucking know, but I was just like in my mind, like, okay, what the fuck do I do? What's the best direction to go here? I'm going to slow down, move to the right. What do I do here? Um, is somebody going to hit me from behind? And what ended up happening is this car, I'm telling you, this car was, I mean, I don't know how fucking close it was, but it was really close to the car in front of us. And then finally swerved out of the way. And I was like, whoo, shit, that was a close call. And I thought, well, how did I manifest that? And so we continue driving and it's just a two lane and we get up to where this road turns into um, a four lane road. And so two on each side. And so I'm like, I'm going to just go by this dude and just kind of look over at him. I'm, you know, I was just curious, this old person, young person, doesn't matter. I was just curious. And I pull up next to them. I look over the whole side of the car is crushed. The side view mirror is hanging, dangling by a thread and both doors are smashed. It was that close. So wild. So the guy swerved out of the way just in time to not hit him head on, but then sideswiped the entirety of the left side of his car. And so that made me think, you know, anytime something like this happens, right, it pushes us into a corner of like kind of reviewing our lives. I guarantee you that dude's life flashed before him. I mean, that was just miraculous. Um, and so I started thinking about like being in the now 
and just treasuring everything and like treasuring it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, looking at everything through the eyes of love. And this has been my theme over the past like month, like really dropping into love and viewing everyone, the people who annoy me, the people who trigger me, the circumstances that trigger me, the circumstances that suck and feel shitty, the losses, looking at all of that through the eyes of love. What if we did that? What if we just dropped into love every single time? Every time something big and seemingly difficult happened, what if we said to ourselves, I'm looking at this through the eyes of love. What is the lesson? What is the growth? And so I also am thinking of, you know, the Super Bowl coming up and the teams that are involved in the Super Bowl and like how many losses did those players have before they are getting to the big game, like the big game in the NFL? And how did those who are successful view those losses? They always looked at them as a growth strategy. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And so this is when there's a loss. And let's go back to kids' sports, right? Go back to Little League. There's a loss. And your kid comes off the ice or off the field. And they're sad. Their head is low. And I I know I felt like I don't know what to say sometimes, you know. You don't know what to say sometimes. You just kind of be with them and let them work through it. But then you point them in the direction of what did this teach you? What did this teach your team? What is the growth? There is growth in every single situation in life. I don't care what it is. It is all about growth. And when we can help to shift our children's thinking from victimhood and sadness and anger around a loss and point to the growth, that is a fucking win right there. That's how you take the loss and you turn it into a win. And then not only are you supporting them in that time and setting their energetic field and their body up for a lifetime of growth and love and joy because you're giving them the love and empathy that they desire so that they don't carry that loss with them for the rest of their life. But you're changing the structure of their brain. You're coding their energetic field. You're changing the trajectory of their life. Every time you refocus your child and make life about love and growth. And we can do this in all circumstances, not just through sports, right? But through school, through anything, because the world is constantly coding us into believing that we're not worthy, into believing that we should focus on the loss, into believing that the pain and the suffering and the struggle should define us. And it doesn't have to, especially now. Things are shifting so much 
in the energies of the planet. Oh, we are, we are more powerful energetically, physically, in every single way than we have been ever in the history of humanity. The veil is thinner than it has ever been. And so if you're ever, I'm going to get really woo-woo, disclaimer, if you're ever in a position where you're like, I don't know how the fuck to handle this with my child. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the growth is. You know what you do? You sit down in the silence and you ask your soul. Your soul is your direct connection with source. Direct connection with spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. Sit down in the silence. Be still. I know it's hard. And ask. And sit there until you hear the answer. Because it will come. Ask and you shall receive. Period. And it may not come to you in the way that you expect. For instance, you ask for a win, but you get a loss. It doesn't mean the win's not going to come. It means the win's the win. It means the win is not necessarily going to come in the form that you expect it. But if you are willing to trust and surrender to a greater power, no matter what the fuck you call that power, it will be delivered to you in a way, um, the most spectacular, a more spectacular way than you can possibly fathom. I guarantee it. It's all about trust and surrender. Viewing your loss as a win every single time. What is the growth experience here for me? And it makes the loss a lot more tolerable too. You know, when you don't just look at it from a 3D perspective, oh, I lost, I didn't do good enough, I missed that shot, I ruined this for the team. Like you can really go down a rabbit hole, can't you? Or you can really go down a rabbit hole with your kids when they're lamenting. Or you can shift your focus. Shift your focus. Feel the loss. Shift your focus. Turn into a win. Boom. It gets to be that simple. And when, you're, when you have structured your brain in a way that allows it to be simple, that is beauty right there. Because our brain is always, always creating new neural pathways. So every single second that you decide to view something in a different way, every single circumstance, everything, you are creating new neural pathways in your brain, positive neural pathways, neural pathways that are gonna serve you and serve your children, serve your family, serve the people you work with, serve everyone that you interact with in life, even those you don't interact with in life because we're all energetically connected. The more you do it, the stronger those pathways become. Not only are you creating new neural pathways that become stronger every time you make that choice, that new choice, you're also actively deconstructing the other neural pathways that do not serve you. And so what does this do? It makes that decision to see the love, to see the beauty, to see the lesson, to see the growth in every situation easier and easier and easier. It doesn't make it easy necessarily because all kinds of different circumstances are going to be thrown at us, right? 
but it makes it easier. And you know what it does? It makes it way easier for our children because their little brains, I said this last week, are, neuropla- are more neuroplastic than ours, which means that they shift way more quickly, way more quickly and quicker now than ever in the history of humanity because of where we are energetically as a planet, as a collective. And so as you serve yourself, you serve your children. And then think about it. You as a, however old you are, 20, 30, 40, I'm 40. Me as a 40-year-old woman serving myself in that way, you compound that effect when you serve your child in that way. Because that means that all of the bullshit, the programs, all of the ways that you viewed reality, that your parents may have viewed reality, not all parents, but you know, my parents, they're awesome. They did the best they can with what they had. And they're, they are amazing, but they did view things very differently than I view them. And this is not a judgment. This is not a fault. This is just bringing awareness to how much things have shifted. But think about how you're setting your kids up for an amazing future, for a future that's easier than your present. They don't have to shed so much bullshit. They just get to come out and explode and expand and enjoy and move through life with grace and ease. Everything. Everything. And this is what I love about sports is that it's so fundamental to teaching lessons to our children, but it's all about the way you help your kids view it because we are animals. We are animals too, right? And so if our kids are surrounded by an energy and it depends on what sport you're playing, right? And it depends on what level you're playing. What age are you playing travel? Like how devoted is everyone? Like how fucking crazy are the parents? Because I know I've interacted with some crazy ass parents on some travel sports, like crazy, like overwhelming, ridiculous, like, come on, what are you coding your children with? And so it's all about helping them navigate, right? It's all about, okay, the other people are doing it like that. But I'm going to show my kids something different because what they're doing is not really adequately setting their child up for the long term. And we're in this for the long game, right? The long game. It's always about the long game. Always. And so when we can help them navigate appropriately and not drop in to just that animalistic behavior, that animalistic drive, drive that we can tend to have, especially boys, because they have so much testosterone, right? I mean, we can really have a tendency to drop into that, um, that ego, that hormonal drive. I mean, there are things that happen with James in particular in hockey that he just like, like, dude, you got to take a breath here. Focus on the puck. Don't focus on beating the other kids up. You know, someone will bump into him and I want to check him back or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you need to take a breath. You're out here to do a job. And the job is not to knock people over intentionally. It's to get the puck in the fucking net. So focus. Strong mind, right? Um, so there's that um that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> I haven't said it that much this time. I'm going to love myself through it. So just a reminder here, look at the world, choose, 
choosing to look at the world through the eyes of love and growth is power. It is massive power that we not only serve ourselves in doing, but we serve our children and their children and their children's children and their children's children. We do such a service for the world when we make the harder choice. And the harder choice becomes the easier choice eventually. You just have to retrain train your brain. Get into the habit, right? So, happy Tuesday. Super excited for the Super Bowl. Um, fucking hell, my kids. Stop it, Monica. I love you so much. I want you to remember how valuable you are, how amazing you are, that you have a unique code to share with the world that absolutely no one has to offer. So quit comparing yourself to others because they don't have what you have. What they have is different. The people looking to them are different people. There are people that really, really need you to share your message. So whether it's at the football game with the other parents, whether it's doing a podcast, whether it's at church or whatever, whatever, However you're spreading your message, cling to it. Be strong. Share it because the world needs your message. I love you so much. Have an absolutely amazing, amazing Tuesday. Or whatever day of the week it is for you. Bye-bye.